Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now age of radio Hey, everybody, this is Steve. I just want to let you know that for all the latest on our podcast, uh, hit us up at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, we're also on Patreon if you want to check that out. But our homepage is with the Age of Radio Network at ageofradio.org slash everything I learned from movies. And if you're looking for some amazing art, check out my wife's Etsy page at untidyvenus.etsy.com. All kinds of great stuff there. Also, follow us at PodCartFest, that's P-O-D-C-A-R-T-F-E-S-T, for our periodic art and podcasting festival that we're going to be hosting. It's uh, it's actually pretty cool. Check it out. So yeah, on that note, let's get to the show. Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one-line plot holes a gratuitous boobies It's time to get busy with your friend Steven Izzy Hey everybody, this is Steve. Um, as I mentioned a couple times, uh, kind of going through some old, old episodes, like our first five or six or so, and uh, trying to clean them up, uh, re-edit them a little bit so y'all can enjoy them because there's some pretty good movies. Uh, this one is for Night of the Lepus, which was our fourth episode. Um, man, you're gonna you're you're gonna see how far we've come, but uh, a lot of the segments are in there, just kind of a mixed up order and not really worked out yet. Uh, but yeah, enjoy. Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy Whether one line of plot holes or gratuitous movies It's time to get busy with your friend Steven Izzy Welcome to Everything I Learned From Movies. I'm Izzy. And I'm Steve. And tonight we are discussing a fabulous movie called Night of the Lepus. Correct. Uh, happy Easter to everybody uh, listening to this, I guess, in the first couple days, but uh, we just had Easter yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Yesterday was Easter Sunday, but yesterday as in the day we're recording this. Wait, I didn't say that right. No, you didn't. Um, today is Monday. Today yesterday was Easter. Sunday. Yes, All right, okay. There we that's go. what we meant. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we were looking over... Uh, Easter movies, and, uh, you know, we were tempted to do a zombie movie or something mm-hmm. of that sort, something more Jesus-related, but <laughs> it's really all about the bunnies when it comes to Easter. It's true, and this is a movie that Steve had never seen. I grew up watching no. because my sister was very much into bunnies. I had never even heard of this movie. <laughs> well, um, I remember a couple months ago we watched uh, a couple movies from the 70s that were like, uh, what we saw, like, Grizzly. Basically, all the people trying to capitalize on the animals like so in the in in the 70s when jaws became a huge huge hit everybody wanted to do an animal exploitation film 
much like black exploitation films, except for these actors, you don't have to pay. Exactly. <laughs> oh. So everybody did these killer animal movies, and this particular one, The Night of the Lepus, happens to star eight foot tall killer bunnies. That's right. Uh, and the, yeah, the size of them were, it seemed to fluctuate depending on the uh, special effects they were using. But anyway, yeah. we'll we'll get to it. But actually, this movie predated Jaws by about five years. Oddly oh. enough. So Jaws was inspired by Night of the Lepus? I can only assume so. <laughs> you want to go Shall over we? the plot? or oh, Actually, yeah, let's go introduce our first beer of the day. comes to oh. us from uh, Anderson Valley up in Boonville. All right, Ball Hornin. Woo! <laughs> Sorry, that's on the bottle here. So this is Anderson Valley's Hobnielchen Hoppy Wheat Ale. Am I saying that correctly, honey? Uh, yeah, Hobnielchen. Yeah, apparently that's a, a dialect up in Northern California. Is that where they get all their names from? Mm-hmm. Uh, or it's just people who enjoy beer and drinking and stuff. Indeed. He's going to get ma- a bottle opener and for And making us. up words. There you go. Beautiful. All right. Here jingling. It's on Steve's keys. <laughs> see. Don't know if you guys could hear that or not. Got a little sizzle going. So. Ah, all right. Okay. Sorry. Had a little trouble getting that lid off there. Beautiful golden straw color to it. Actually, really good. Look at that. Wow, that is an incredibly clear beer. It's very golden. A nice, warm, like cream colored, frothy head on it. Very nice. Very nice. All right, Steve, going for a taste. He's sniffing. Oh no! Oh no! He's not. He looks like he's actually enjoying this quite a bit. All right. Oh wow! It is a little on the uh, on the hoppy end, which is. Of course, perfect for this movie. <laughs> Get it? Because Hop, <laughs> the bittering agent of beer, and also what bunnies do. What bunnies anyway. do. <laughs> Be here all week. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a nice little weed uh, ale, probably like a American Hefeweizen, but yeah, maybe Cascade Hops or something. It's pretty... Uh... Yeah, let's see the back of this delightful bottle here. Hop Nielchen Hoppy Wheat Ale. Just like the Hop... Uh, just like Halbnichen means dancing in bootling, ah, this hoppy wheat ale waltzes with big hop flavors and aromas without being overly bitter. The symphony of citra and Simcoe hops create oh, citrus pine and fruit aromas while subtle, no- while subtle notes of wheat and biscuit-like malts play quietly in the background. Perfectly balanced, this, nightly, uh, this highly drinkable ale is just like a tango for your taste buds. I agree. Wholeheartedly. So, so Hobnielchen is dancing. Apparently it's dancing. Hey, babe, you want to go Hobnielchen? Sure. <laughs> do we have to go to Boone County or whatever to, to do it? Boone Apparently. Boone? Bootling? We have big bootling? Bootling. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. It's a pretty good beer. I do recommend right. it. Good all-day drinker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. 5%. Uh, quite delightful. Indeed. All righty. So let's get into Night of the Lepus. And I think we're going to do things a little differently this time. Normally, we just kind of get off on tangents, and it takes forever. But <laughs> what I think what we're going to do, uh, let's go through the main plot of the movie real quick, just so you get a rundown. Sorry if my voice is kind of fluctuating. Get a rundown of the movie, and then, uh, yeah, basically go from there. Um, do you want to start us off? Or? Sure. I do want to say this movie opens up with the death of a horse. <laughs> it's true. The first 70 seconds. Basically, uh, cut to open range, rider on his horse, whole bunch of rabbit holes, horse falls in the rabbit hole, and 
breaks his leg, he's got leg, he's got to shoot it. He's such a man, he just shoots his horse right then and there. Got to. Actually, I think there's one thing you're forgetting before even that. It opens with a news report about oh, yeah. how rabbits are spreading all across the Southwest. No, uh, actually, it originally is talking about how rabbits overtook Australia. Australia, yes, in the 50s or something like that. Yeah, right? and yeah. they still have problems with that today, really. And they had the footage of those bunnies running into the fence and True. getting and they're they're chased. bunny screams. Yeah. <laughs> so something Steve learned from this movie is that bunny scream. Bunny scream. Oh, they do, especially when they're on fire. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so yeah, guy horse legs broken has to shoot it goes back into town. So apparently, there's just rabbit holes all over his his property. Yeah, so essentially there's a rancher. I'm blanking on his name, but I will look up his actor here in just a second. Uh, Cole Hillman? Cole Hillman, and yes. Played by Rory, Cal- Rory Calhoun, you may remember from uh, references and season episodes. There we go, yeah. So uh, he's got a ranch, and it's just there are rabbits all over. You find out very quickly in that there had been a rabbit ranch down the road from him that had caught on fire, and a few hundred escaped. Yeah, they and they're crossbreeding like rabbits. With yeah, they're crossbreeding with the wild ones and creating this incredibly prolific one. And a uh, and basically a biologist, Roy Bennett, played by Stuart Whitman. There we go. And his uh, lovely wife Jerry, played by uh, Janet yeah. Lee, the yeah. mother of Jamie Lee Curtis and uh, Star of Psycho. And their little blonde daughter, played by nobody cares because <laughs> they don't think she's in anything else. Played by eight-year-old actress. <laughs> exactly, who's quite annoying. Yeah. Yeah. It's the 70s. <laughs> but, yeah, essentially the plot of the film is uh, these rabbits are overtaking the ranch, and this rat, this animal biologist uh, captures some of them to do laboratory experiments on. He tries hormone therapy to, see, to try and keep them from breeding. Essentially, he's trying to keep the ranchers from just poisoning them because it's going to just destroy the whole ecosystem, and the ranchers aren't going to be able to graze their cattle out there anymore. Uh, he injects them with a mystery serum, which... A well, all right, so he injects a, ra- a rabbit with mystery serum. His daughter decides she wants to keep it as a pet, and then she's playing with it, and it escapes. Out Completely back unsupervised, by the way. Right. she was able to sneak it out of there. And, uh, yeah, essentially it goes out and breeds, and all the rabbits it comes in contact with appear to become, as they say in the movie, they're the size of wolves. Size of wolves, yes. 150 <laughs> pounds, and which is oddly enough about the size of a five foot ten man in a bunny suit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, they, yeah, these uh, now extremely large and hungry bunnies. Uh, now carnivorous. Yeah, now carnivorous. Uh, basically, have to go through town and get food by any means necessary. And uh, there's the the scene down the cave with the kids uh, when they, I guess, they're really discovered. Uh, yeah, the, the, the little girl and uh, the ranch boy whose name I didn't catch. Yeah, they um, go down to play in an abandoned mine, and that's where the giant rabbits are hanging out. Yeah, and their and bodies are found. Sh- yeah. Oh my gosh! She the, goes into shock. Don't forget the there's a refrigerator truck. The driver pulls over for there's, some reason, checks in the back, and gets attacked. The and, rabbits eat a produce driver, and then all his produce. And he's <laughs> he's torn to pieces. He is ripped to shreds. Oh my goodness. Um. Anyway, a lot of lot of lot of scenes like that. You know, the typical like, well, what was that noise? I don't know. What could that noise have been? Staring off in the distance at night, and then all of a sudden. Dun 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 dun. Giant bunnies with ketchup all over their faces. <laughs> uh, all right, I I will give this movie one thing. 
they were tasked with making bunnies look ferocious, which is <laughs> basically impossible. However, I think they did a pretty good job. The combination yeah. of the music and all the... I mean, there's no CGI, obviously, in 1972. <laughs> it's a lot of, like, weird angles and... Uh, cut screens. Sca- yeah, cut screens, scale cities. Yeah, <laughs> I... slow motion. <laughs> you know what? you got to watch Rally this noises. movie simply based on watching really, really... Like, I don't think they could have picked cuter bunnies unless they were lobby <laughs> rabbits. But really cute rabbits, like, completely just frolicking through scale model town. And then adding growls. Yeah, so just making them vicious. And like, of course, in slow motion, everything looks vicious. <laughs> and as Steve noted in this movie, it's amazing. The bigger the rabbits get, the slower the dust around them moves. <laughs> exactly. Because they do a little slow-mo to make them look big and ferocious. And so these scale like dollhouses and cities <laughs> and stuff. So it's like, they could be eight feet tall, they could be 20 feet long. <laughs> it's unclear. And then, of course, when they're attacking people, that's when, you know, you see the real special effects come into play with uh, the man in the bunny suit. The man in the bunny suit kind of clawing them up. And even those are shot pretty well. I mean, it's a pretty good little... I have to say, so we say man in a bunny suit, and you are all picturing those super terrible Easter bunny costumes. <laughs> I just think they did a good job. He had like an arch to it. had an arch to its back, like a bunny. Like, it wasn't just a guy in a bunny suit. It was pretty well no. made. Like, I mean, they don't hold on it too long. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. A lot, 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 oh. lot of cuts and stuff. <laughs> it's, it's better than you expect it to be. Yeah, yeah. I would highly recommend checking out this movie. We found it on Amazon yes, uh, for $2.99. Available for, available for rent for $2.99. Or you can purchase for 10 bucks if it's you really true. want to. But uh, you'll know after the first thing whether you want it or not. <laughs> uh, what was yeah. your favorite scene? Oh, so many to choose from. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I really like the oh my gosh! I like the guy in the refrigerator truck just because that, that, that was your standard. Uh, <laughs> what was that noise? And then <laughs> ah, I'm surrounded by giant bunnies. Oh, and a scream! Oh my god, he screamed like girl. Sure that was amazing. He ah! goes, "What's going on out there?" Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, to everybody at home, if that hurt your ears. <laughs> Uh, I think my favorite is at one point the rabbits attack a uh, like a produce market, oh, like yes, warehouse, yes, the lady and there. they're they're eating uh, Brussels sprouts that are I guess are supposed to be hippo lettuce, and <laughs> apparently there's tomatoes. also giant tomatoes rolling around, like they must be the size of a basketball. <laughs> yeah, there, really oh cute. my gosh, there's just uh, check it out just for the bunny scenes, just to see how they <laughs> tried to pass them off as like these giant carnivorous mm-hmm. things and uh oh and the, oh the cave with the explosions and stuff there, there there's a scene where they try to uh, they blow up the mine before they call the sheriff yeah oh yeah yeah because <laughs> you know the scientists want to take care of it before it becomes a, a legal thing well because uh the, so the scientist oh, the panic yeah. uh he works for the university and the university doesn't want to be held liable yeah well for the experimentation so you can't call uh, the sheriff, but you blow up the mine, and then you decide maybe we should call the sheriff. Maybe we should call the sheriff. I think some of them got out. <laughs> but yeah, it would. Uh, yeah, definitely. I would recommend going and check out this movie. And if you'd like, on our website we now have an Amazon link where you, <gasps> you can click, uh, through. click through, rent the movie. We get a little kickback, so we can uh, help share all these wonderful findings with you. <laughs> uh, I think if. 
like a hundred of you click through, we can almost pay for the movie. Almost, yeah. <laughs> it's just a little bit, but it helps. Every little bit helps. Exactly. Also, uh, interesting fact, when this movie came out, uh, the producers in that didn't think that people would go to see a movie about killer bunnies. They oh, wouldn't think yes. that would be scary. So the advertising for this uh, just showed, like, eyes on a poster. Yeah, they were and the, they just kept referring to them as the mutants. The mutants. They're and coming. in fact... Um, eyes popping a, everywhere. Yeah, a bunch of, like, uh, theater houses got in trouble because they made paraphernalia with, like, bloody rabbit's feet on it. And oh. they were, and the studio was afraid it gave too much away. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, By the way, lepus is Latin for hair. Yes, that that is one thing I learned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, it's 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 really good. I mean, there's a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of, a lot of those bad '70s animal exploitation movies. This one's actually at least kind of entertaining. Janet Lee is a terrible mother in this. So it oh, turns yes. out terrible mothering happened before The Walking Dead. Oh, we almost forgot to mention one very important actor who was in this movie. Mm. DeForest Kelly. In the, what did you say was his, his last non-Star Trek movie that his he played in? His last non-Star Trek movie. Yeah, he plays, uh, was he just a farmer? Or? He was one of the other ranchers, I do believe. Yeah, yeah. I remember he was just kind of around, but it was like he wasn't a scientist and he wasn't a sheriff. So. I believe he he was uh, a friend of friend of the first farmer, friend of the, R- yeah. Rory Calhoun. Yes, friend of Rory Calhoun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like half the cast of the Rifleman is in this. So if you yeah. ever watching the Rifleman, well, the uh, director William Claxton, he <laughs> actually did uh, a bulk of the episodes for like Bonanza and Little House oh, on the Prairie. That makes I uh, researched a little bit of that, and it was uh, obviously it was shot down in Arizona, probably old a, Tucson studio. Yeah, old Tucson studios. Yeah. Uh, it, it it looks like a western. It's it's got a very nice rustic southwestern feel to it. I I really Definitely. enjoyed this movie. I <laughs> I recommend it. Yeah, it's an enjoyable bad movie. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Things have been a little dull for Mike Everyman. It's tough to find the right woman with my weird schedule at the zoo. Have you tried a bar or an app or something? I'm not going to find the right girl at a bar or some creepy dude online. But things all changed when Mike met the girl of his dreams. Wow, she's a doctor, traveled the world, poet... We chatted online for hours, and it's like she can see into my soul. It's just, I haven't been able to find a picture of her. Sounds like you're getting catfished, bro. Oh, man. She wants to meet. I'll go with you, you know, in case things get weird. Now, Mike's whole world is about to get turned every which way but loose. Are you Sesame Cake 95? Amy. Hello, Michael. Amy. Damn. She's too much woman for you, bro. You never told me you were a supermodel. <laughs> Amy, pretty gorilla. Look around your world, pretty baby. Is it everything you hoped it'd be? Amy, I'm a little intimidated to meet your parents. So they're both doctors? 
Hi, I'm Dr. Peter Elliott, and this is my husband, Dr. Richard Elliott. Hello. Oh, Amy, you never told me you were adopted. Step right up, step right up, test your strength. How about you, little lady? Amy, strong. Whoa! That's one mighty Joan Young you got there. What did you say? Michael, no. Amy, handle. <laughs> oh, fuck! Ah, get off me! Ah. Coming this Valentine's Day, fall in love with Brian Tyree Henry. Amy, I don't believe I've met your friend here. Margot Robbie. <laughs> Hi, I'm Harley. That's my name, too. Tom Holland. Amy, can, can I kiss you? An international superstar, Amy. Amy, want kiss. April Fool's Day. Not the horror one. Directed by Gary Marshall. Not Frank Marshall. Like Congo. All right, well, uh, shall we uh, crack open beer number two then? Let's crack open another beer. All right. So Steve has brought us a double daddy. That's right. Speakeasy Brewing here in San Francisco. A wonderful little brewery specializing in ale and lagers. Uh, this is their Imperial IPA called Double Daddy. Uh, their, what I want to say, their uh, signature. Their flagship beer. Their flagship, that's the one. Uh, IPA is called Big Daddy. That sounds mm, good. Frappe. Uh, this is their double IPA. Mm-hmm. It Alrighty. looks actually really similar to Holbuchin uh, or whatever the... <laughs> oh. Hopelman? Hopelchin. Yeah. <laughs> Very clear, nice golden color. So if you are unfamiliar with Speakeasy, they are a San Francisco-based brewery. They are total hopheads. That's true. They, if you like hoppy beers, you will love, love Speakeasy. They got their name from, uh, interestingly, they were making beer for about a year before their license went through. Ah, they tell you that on the tour. Um, And they were just kind of, you know, shared it with friends. Alrighty, so the description here of the Double Daddy, the Imperial IPA, doubling down on malt and hops, Double Daddy raises the stakes. It's It's good looks and no limits, with its good looks and no limit style, Double Daddy tastes it uh, takes the pot every time. I'm sorry, I apparently cannot talk today. That's all good. Well, it tastes delicious. Uh, <laughs> got a little bit of an alcohol burn to it, so probably in the uh, eight or nine percent range on ABV. Ooh, that is really but it really has the a good hop characteristic to kind of cover it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very similar. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a little uh, Simcoe in this one as well. Eight point five percent alcohol. Mm, so. Immediately between eight and nine percent. Yeah. Another fun feature <laughs> of um, Speakeasy is that they do, do do put born on dates on their uh, on their labels, which is something you definitely want to check for because especially with hoppy beers, because mm-hmm. hop character definitely fades after time. You don't want to be saving your hoppy beers. You don't want to save your IPAs, especially not the fresh ones. You want to drink them ASAP and get all of that hop character. Yeah. Beer is just like basketball players. Wait long enough, they lose their hops. They get all weird and skunky. <laughs> <laughs> Kobe Bryant's final year, everybody. We finished the farewell tour here. Three weeks left to go. <laughs> all right, honey. So now that we got another beer in our system, what did you learn from this movie? Well, you mentioned earlier the Lucas means rat hair. 
Which is something I did not know. Oh, don't try to hitchhike with a shotgun in your hand. Very, <laughs> That's true. There's very few people thing. will uh, help Rory you out. Calhoun even attempts, back in the 70s. Rory Calhoun attempts to hitchhike with the shotgun. And then, after he gets past, he chucks the shotgun to the side. <laughs> He's like, oh, no one's going to pick me up with this. Um, don't you remember those giant bunnies after you? <laughs> yeah. Let's see. How you? I learned that uh, even blondes can be terrible mothers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody yeah. seen Carl? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Walking Dead reference, everybody. I learned... It's uh, it's pretty difficult to make bunnies really scary. <laughs> That's something you had to learn, honey. That's something I had to learn. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you as as opposed to giant mutant bunnies, if there was like a, a remake of this or something, mm -hmm. you could totally be it's bunnies that are spreading a disease that turns people into zombies or something mm -hmm. like that. Like if you want to incorporate bunnies in a horror movie, it's, there's different ways to do it. Are you but, thinking uh, an armadillo horror movie? Oh, yes. Harmadillos. Harmadillos. Patent pending. Patent pending. <laughs> yeah. uh, I learned that bunnies don't like fire. No, they do not. <laughs> oh, that was so sad. I, I, There's so possibly a quick cut scene where we couldn't tell whether or not it was a real bunny on fire or not. And I, this movie it was sure looked made, like a real bunny. And this movie was made in the pre-PETA days, before the animal rights stuff. There was no, no animal harm during the making of this film. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it very much looks like a real bunny on fire in one scene. Yeah, don't worry, ladies. It's a real. Uh, it's 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 like maybe it's ten very, frames. Very I don't quick. think many people even notice it. True. I had uh, never noticed it before. And and so, when, do you recall the first time you saw this movie? This was my first time. But do you recall? I just um, saw growing up. And, I think I was like seven or eight. Wow. And and you weren't petrified of it. No, actually, oh, I loved it, but yeah. I was a weird kid who also was watching Big Trouble in Little China. True, yeah, we <laughs> we're, we were both kind of raised that way, where like horror flicks and R-rated films were were nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, my dad had us sit down and watch The Shining when I was five, and Tess was four. Yeah. Tess is my sister, uh, because he didn't want us to be afraid of scary movies. And it worked. It worked. Hmm. It worked, you say. Mm -hmm. And there was another movie we were thinking about. Uh, Watching for in for Easter, but it was uh, based on the trailer. It looked very very gory, so I may have to watch that yeah. one. On okay, so I'm fine with scary movies. Uh, you should all know I don't do gore. I don't want to see broom handles shoved through skulls. I'm not a fan of entrails being draped across the camera. That's just not my thing. It it's just not my thing. Um, and uh, so Steve was originally going to have us watch Easter Bunny Kill Kill. And we <laughs> watched the trailers, and I previewed a little bit, uh, a couple of reviews, and decided this is probably not the film for me. And uh, and so instead of giving you a review that was just... <laughs> I decided uh, Steve will probably watch that one and give you guys a review next week. Well, we review something else that's warm and delightful and possibly full of cute little fuzzy bunnies that eat people's faces. I, I feel like I haven't seen the movie yet, but I feel like my uh, review next week will be something along the lines of, well, that's an hour and a half I can't get back, but um, <laughs> but until then, oh. you know, we'll, uh, we'll try to keep you entertained. Definitely. Um, yeah, so, yeah, great movie. Uh, go go right now, Night of the Lepus. Night of the Lepus. Go and get it. <laughs> Anything you'd uh, like to promote, sweetie? 
Hmm. Well, if you haven't already checked it out, I do sell uh, my art. I'm an illustrator, and I have some amazing art prints available at untidyvenus.etsy.com. How about you, Anson? Well, uh, check out our website, of course, eilfm.podbean.com. Make sure you're a subscriber so you know when our... Uh, we're, we're trying to get it to where it's uh, once a week and a consistent day, but right now it's just kind of whenever we can get these things out. And our rota- our, we have rotating schedules. I apologize. Yeah. You're going to have to bear with us. Yeah, and we're also working on better intro music. I know it's uh, not the best. If you have any ideas, send them in. We will totally Absolutely. play around with them. We are totally okay with, uh, with music you'd like to promote. Jackson, I'm thinking of you. That's right, Jackson. Uh, yeah, so yeah, check out our website. Make sure to subscribe. We're also, of course, on the Facebook and the Twitter. We also, ooh, also on our website, again, we have the Amazon link. Ooh, click through Amazon. And if you'd like to just, hey, yeah, just get them through Amazon, you get a couple shekels. Yeah. Couple, hey, couple throw you, in the can. The next time you need new underpants, and I know you all need new underpants, don't even try and fool me. Click through Amazon and click through our page. And if you don't think you need new underpants, you probably need If you're going, my underpants are fine, I guarantee your underpants are not. If you're sitting there going, ooh, I don't know, I haven't checked, you might be okay. But the guy going, me, no, no, he definitely needs no underpants, obviously. And then uh, let us know how we're doing. If there's anything you'd like us to elaborate on, something else to throw in, um, give a shout-out, just uh, yeah, hit us tweet up us. on social medias. Tweet us, Facebook us, let us know if you have any recommendations. I know we've got a couple already. Something upcoming. Yeah. Oh, we've got some good movies coming up. Oh, my goodness. It's going to make Night of Libas look like a bunch of bunnies frolicking. Oh, my God, it's bunnies frolicking. Frolicking bunnies. And and also, coming soon, we'll probably be on the iTunes so we can get uh, on all, on everybody's iPods. Oh, be on the iPods? The start of the revolution. Oh, the iPhone. Be on the iPhone. (laughs) Yes, all of the Apple products. But until then... I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And have a wonderful evening. And, and now for a little outro music. Everything, Everything I, I learned from movies helps to make life a little bit groovy. Whether one line of thought holds over to it is boopies. It's time to get Izzy. Oh, shit. Eh, whatever. You know how it goes. All right. Have a good day, everybody. Remember, watch out for the lepus.